Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and we are in Mum's living room. That looks like I am the biggest hoarder because your brother's Why? finally moving out yeah. and all his stuff is at the far end of the sitting room, mm. ready to go in two days' time into his new little flat. That Very, very exciting, but the place looks like a junk shop. On top of that, we've got bloody builders next door drilling and but cement mixing. No, they're mixing. doing cement mixing. You know, you can't stop the cement mixer. So it's can't, just a, that's a song in that. You can't stop the cement mixer. Perfect. You stick to podcasting and okay, social work. Okay, um, We've got a really incredible guest on today. So excited! It's Andy Circus, who is one of our kind of most treasured actors. Just such a great actor. He's in everything. He's been Gollum. He's been in Planet of the Apes, Star Wars, The Hobbit, King Kong, and now he's playing a psychopath in the new film of Luther. I stress out watching Luther. I kind of can't watch it. Love it. Because it's so terrifying. And Andy Serkis is playing... The bad guy. The bad guy. Actually, he doesn't often play a bad guy. Doesn't he? No. I don't know. He's very A misunderstood guy. Like King Kong. He can be good or bad. Gollum. Yeah. What also I'm incredibly excited about when I was doing a bit of reading, he's married to Lorraine Ashbourne, who is like somebody that I've watched on my television forever. She was just recently in Sherwood. She used to be in that really good football programme, Playing the Field. Do you remember it? Yeah. Leslie Sharp. Yeah. Anyway, enough about brilliant Lorraine Ashbourne. Um, we have Andy Circus in the building coming for a lunch. Lunch. Um, very exciting. Pescatarian. So I've done fish. What have you made? I have made a smoked fish pie, which isn't like a fish pie at all. A friend... What, is Mar- it pastry? No, no, no. Oh, so it is a fish pie. It is fish, but it's whole potatoes on top. Oh. It's made with all delicious things like fennel, spinach, leeks. And this is the tart recipe. Yes, the tart recipe. And it's got like... Um, what spices has it got in it? It's got tarragon, parsley, Ooh. sage... Oh, it's got everything. It's got every spice you can think of and lots well, of different herbs. smokes. Yeah, herbs and lots of cayenne got, pepper. Has it, got, has it got fennel seeds? No, it's got whole fennel in. So and you've got, made this before? No, never. But you've tasted I've it I've tasted before. it. At but a dinner it doesn't party. look like I remember it, but it doesn't matter because I think... Were you a few the, glasses in? No, I think it, all the ingredients are so delicious, I don't think we can go wrong. And what are you going to serve it with? A salad. 
Because it's got everything in it. I mean, it was looking like it was going to be spring, and now it's kind of gone away. Oh, it ain't spring today. It was snowing last night. I woke <sighs> up in the middle of the night, and it said snow flurries. Did you have Why any did snow? you wake up in the middle of the night? I'm always waking up in the middle of the night. What, and really? checking the weather? Sometimes I do. Well, let me just explain. That's really strange. No, one. I was te- checking the temperature, because I was so worried oh, yeah. that my know. central heating was going to go off again. Mm. And in fact, the man left it on permanently, so it was on all night. Then I thought it was going to overheat, which it did yesterday. <laughs> so the pump went off because the pump wasn't working and it overheated. But... It's uh, thrilling stuff. Sorry. It would have been thrilling if I hadn't had a shower after cooking all that smoked fish, I'm telling you. It does smell like Gagger's hat flat. Does it? I'm yeah. so sorry. Shall I light a candle? Oh, is it you? Andy Circus coming up on Table Manners. Welcome, Andy Circus is here. Hello. Um, hello, thank you. You've just come from doing loads of radio stations <laughs> yes. and you're hungry, I I am so hungry, I <laughs> can't be here. Yeah. Very, very excited so, about so eating. Intermittent fasting, is that your well, thing? No, because... it, well, I do and have done it in the past. So Lorraine, my partner. Um... Which also, by the way, I didn't know that that was... I love her. Oh, do you? So much. Yeah. I used uh, to be brilliant. mad about her. I quite her. like in, her. In, yeah, she's not bad, right? <laughs> not Playing bad. the field, I remember watching God, it. God, do you really? Yeah. I remember watching it because I love football so much and I I just found she was a great character oh, in it. Yeah. And, also, she's everything. But she's, everything. But yeah, she's yeah. in everything. She's but... on fire this year, I have to say. She's, what uh, else is the, she in? Well, she, she did, she's doing another series of Sherwood. Are they doing she's another doing, one? She's in Bridgeton at the moment. She's, uh, oh, yes. She's filming. She's got a new series actually starting. She's doing another uh, series of a thing called Elmer's Not Normal. I don't know if you ever oh, saw... Oh, there's already been Sophie a series. Sophie okay, yeah. okay. And if you haven't seen that, then you should check that out. It's, it's so funny. It's really... It's, Sophie's really... When do you ever see her? <laughs> yeah. um, well, we bump into each other Yeah, now and again. Yeah, Maybe yeah, that's right. why it works. Yeah, like, yeah, how long yeah, have you been exactly. together? Uh, I think it's 32 years now. Wow. Yes, yes. Did you meet at drama school? We met at the Royal Exchange Theatre in Manchester. Of course. It's romantic. Uh, doing a play. Uh, we were doing She Stoops to Conquer. And um, we, uh, we and God bless her, Eunice Stubbs was playing, I was playing Tony Lumpkin and, and Eunice Stubbs was playing my mum. And and Lorraine was playing Kate Hardcastle, and uh, it, was, it was a really great production. Have you ever been to the? Yeah, I've been to well, the well, well, yeah, well, so, so in the round was it? Was it when it was new? When they well, yeah, because it's it the was in the round theatre. Yeah, in the old in the glass. The, yeah, it's really strange the way it's encased yeah. in glass. So we so we so we met there, but we didn't get together then because we were both in other relationships. And then a year later, we were both not in other relationships, and and uh, we were doing another play called Your Home in the West. And the story of the play was that uh, this couple that we were playing were about to break up, and we thought we've got to improvise what it was like at the beginning of their relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. a little bit of method, yeah, a little bit of method. And right. so we met <laughs> each other in character at the back of Manchester Piccadilly Station in a this pub. In a pub called the Moulders Arms, and she was playing this uh, lady of the night from Newcastle, and I was playing a, a, a kind of roguish gambling. It sounds Irish, like lots of Irishman. men's fantasies. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it, and and we so we both turned up in character and met at the Moulders Arms, and uh, this was in 1990-ish, one something like that, and uh, and we stayed in character for the whole night and it was a and she got very very drunk and I got very very drunk and, and it was all a big veiled attempt to get off with each other so I love 
<laughs> but we said we literally stayed in character about three o'clock in the morning. Went when home, did you start? When did you come out of character? Only when we got. Even, we said goodbye to each other, and and we were you know relatively poor actors at the time, and uh, we, we we went we got on a night bus to go home, and she went off her separate way, and I went off my separate way. I think I threw up actually, and then. <laughs> and then uh, and then the next day we came in and went, uh, what was that about? What happened there? Did you snog? And that we did snog in character. So then how oh, was that first yeah, kiss yeah, when you were out very, of character? Well, was it a different kind it of was kiss? A very di- well, kind of, I suppose. But that was... Oh, how did you snog in character? Reality, fantasy, kind of crashing together. Oh, God, I'm here for this. Oh, I love it. So that it. was the beginning. And, uh, and that was, yeah, 91. So it is, it's 20, 32 years. And you live in London. We live in North London, yeah. But tell us about where you began and where you were, you grew up and and what were you eating? Who was cooking oh, right, on okay. the dinner table? We mean like like when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, when you grew up. Grow okay, up. so well, my, my heritage is my dad is, was Iraqi, and so I grew up. Really? Uh, well, I, my my mum my had three. Uh, who was a teacher, uh, teaching special needs children. Um, my dad was a doctor in Baghdad. She she. So I just have to go back a little, backtrack a little bit. Um, her father wor- worked on the oil refineries in Kuwait and met her mum, and they got married. She was she was Iraqi, had my mum. Then they got separated during the Second World War, and she didn't see her parents for nine years. And then and then she got TB, went out to convalesce in Baghdad, met my dad, who was a, an aspiring doctor. They fell in love, got oh. together. They had three my three older sisters, Kath and Eater and Carol. And then um, when I was born, and they lived out there for about all together for about eight, nine years. Then when I was born, my mum had had enough of, of, of the culture there and wanted to move back. But my dad had built a hospital with three other doctors. Um, and so so he stayed out there, still married. She came back to England and we grew up. My gran, who, who was Iraqi, lived in Wembley. We lived in Ricelip. And so, so I grew up a lot with Middle Eastern cooking. And we used to go back every year to Baghdad in the summer holidays. And I used to, so until I was about 12 or 13, so I grew up with with Iraqi food, you know, kubur and and uh, you know lemon chicken and and mm. uh, you know uh, orange chicken and dolma and you know sort of Middle East, very Levantine. Orange chicken. Orange chicken. Orange chicken. Me, I, was it just chicken with oranges? Well, chi- what what kind of spice? With, was, uh, well, you know, it was all very. Well, I was very young and I probably. It was a kind of citrus. It was well, obviously very citrusy, but it was sweet. It was a sweet mm. taste. So it wasn't pep- It wasn't peppered as such. Whereas the lemon chicken was a lot more. more Peppered, I think. Tabbouleh, of course, you know, yeah, lots, oh, all that kind of that Lebanese cooking, you know, kuba uh, and kuba uh, is kind of like dumplings with with meat in with meat inside oh, meat okay. at the time. Because um, you're a pescatarian now. Pescatarian now. Was, was a vegetarian since I was kind of 18, and then started eating fish again. Actually, no, started eating fish, then went fully vegetarian, then started eating fish again. So when you decided to be a vegetarian at 18, yes. How did your family feel oh, about that? They wanted to disown you. Well, they they all thought it was very freakish and strange and kind of odd and and uh, the, you know it's uh, uh, well, it yeah because it was yeah it was so out of it was I mean if you can imagine a mixture of Baghdad and suburban rice lip that was our family you know we used to because uh, uh, my mum my mum hated cooking whereas oh, my gran sorry. cooked so at the weekends we would have all this. Iraqi food. My mum despised cooking and she was teaching, so she didn't have time. Mm. And so we existed on Coleman's cheese sauce, uh, tins of tuna, packed with, you know, all the convenience foods yeah. of, the, of, the, of, the, of the late seven, of the 70s, you know, 
wimpies. We'd go out and get you know a wimpy every was, now and then. Was that quite a treat? That like, was a treat. Yeah, that was a kind the of the whole Friday. mill bun. I always remember. A yes, it felt very and, and the brown derby. Good and the, for the, you. Do you remember the brown no, derby? The brown derby, the dessert. It was like chocolate cake with ice cream in the yeah, middle. That's right. It was, it was it basically was a, a donut. One. It was a donut. Yeah, it was a, a donut, donut, donut on top. but it had a hole in the middle so exactly. they could put the ice cream in. Exactly. So it looked like a hat. Yeah. But I think that's the dog that's hat, it. isn't it? That's oh, it. That's it. That's it. Absolutely genius. Right. Yeah. That's absolutely right. So we we generally have that on a Friday evening as a treat, and then, uh, but but we were sort of left to our own devices because she was she was busy. So it was all all those kind of packet convenience foods. Um, and, and then pasta. on the Sunday. Then on the Sunday. Thank God for grandma. Thank God. I mean, bless her. When Did my grandma her died. Is she called Tata? Was she called she, Tata? No, we just, we just called her Granny. Granny. It was, it was too suburban. We were too suburban. For <laughs> we, although I did know a little bit of, as my mum would call it, kitchen Arabic. Um, you know. But, but, but when my grand died, which, which, uh, which she actually, she was a big cooker of food and then she would keep and store it and freeze it. Mm. Like, so, in fact, her wake... She had these huge, huge freezers. She catered food. her own way. She catered for her own way. <laughs> How That's cool is that? That's How amazing. cool is that? So yeah, that was. Um, so whenever you went round, there was always enough food. Yeah, she was a total hoarder, my grand. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, total hoarder. I mean, you open the cupboards of tins of sardines, tins of. I mean, she she food was a big big thing. Did for her. your dad ever come back? To live here. He did. He um, kind of obviously during the Gulf Wars, it got too dangerous for him, um, and so he 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 actually he actually disappeared at a certain point. We thought he was, you know, as a lot of his friends did and didn't come back, but he was disappeared because they thought he was a British spy, and um, you know, and then he was released, and then he he came back to to live to live in England, and and so he used to do his. I mean, he he really he then really missed. His home culture. I mean, he did settle here, but his heart was still was in Baghdad, really. Um, and so, yeah, food-wise, he would he would cook occasionally, cook dishes, but but um, but by then I'd sort of left home. So so yes, and become a vegetarian. But you look the least Iraqi person, and you've got blue eyes. Well, I'm the only one in my family who does actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange. Well, maybe. Uh... <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Maybe no. I'm not who I think I am. No, uh, no, but uh, no, I know. No, all my sisters, all my sisters, and my brother, they've all got they've all got very strong dark eyes. Um, what happened to your dad's uh, hospital? Is it it's still, still there? It's still there, and it's still operational. And that's actually one of the things I really want to do uh, is, uh, or, or, or I'm planning to do, is to, to make a, a some sort of show, a, a TV series about about the three stages of that hospital's life. You know, the kind of pre. Saddam Hussein era, the, the Saddam Hussein era, and then the Pope, because it, it sort of it went from being a, a hospital that was built for all Iraqis to, um, in fact, I've got to tell you a story which is quite hilarious. Uh, Jim Al Khalili, you know, Life Scientific on Radio yes. Four, came okay. up to me. I was just about to do a presentation at a at a show, and he came up to me and he said, "Andy." So lovely to meet you, and you know I love, I love the films that you do and everything. But I, 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 my name's Jim, Jim Al Khalid, and I'm like, oh, I'm a big fan of your series. You know your show. Love really that. Do you listen? So it's good. wonderful. Yeah. And he said, uh, um, I got this bizarre connection to you, but I have to tell you about it. And I was like, okay, okay. And he's he's Iraqi Jewish. Oh, Al Khalid. I'm trying to look up the name. And he and he and he said to me, your dad circumcised me. <laughs> and it's like, I was like. That is the most 
bizarre connection I think I've ever had as an introduction to oh anyone my in my God. life. But thank you very much for that information. Did he do a good job? Yeah, but, did you ask? <laughs> exactly. So um, anyway, how did I get so onto funny. that? Uh, in Iraq. <laughs> no, you were talking about wanting to make this TV show. Yes, of, so film about the hospital. TV show? The, yeah, TV show, yeah. a TV show. Okay. I think. So it's about the three, and then and of course, and then about the green zone when when the American military moved and took it over. But it's still there, and apparently their pictures, the four doctors who started it, is still there. So I've, you know, as you get older, you you want to reconnect with your. Because actually, where are you guys? What are, what are your roots? Um, Jewish, do you think we look exotic? <laughs> you do look a bit exotic. No, yeah. we're Mum's Manchester. Right. Manchester. Cheadle Hugh? Cheadle? No. no. Cheatham Hill? Cheatham Hill. Hill. That's what yeah. I meant, so. Actually, that was, has become one of these places in, that I was there last week. The police have closed down and there's big signs. Why? Because it's counterfeit goods and drug dealing. Really? And they've actually and then barricaded it, it down and it else. says not to be opened by order of Metro, uh, the oh, Manchester yeah. Police. Yeah, and all by strange ways as well. Just these big banners up saying you well, can't open it. They've been doing raids on it. So I come from, yeah, North Manchester. North Manchester, yeah. yeah. Um, and my dad actually was Northern Irish. Oh, really? Um, Northern Irish, Russian Jewish. Wow. And I've just got my Irish passport. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> so I've got my Irish passport, and my mum was um, from Birmingham, really. So yeah. Not, so not, not as interesting well, as you. Well, so, you know, you, you must have had to have been quite imaginative being a vegetarian um, <laughs> at that time. It Spudge, wasn't like. Spudgy you know, like in Manchester. <laughs> it was about. As, as, Spudgy like. <laughs> Whatever uh, happened to Spudge like? They were great. Well, I liked nice. jackets as well. Yes. Do you remember jackets? Was jackets oh, on Do you remember when Grandma went mad about Subway? She oh. used to go every day on a <laughs> mobility scooter. She thought it was she'd arrived. <laughs> but so, so, are you a good cook? I, do you know, I used to be not bad. I've become really atrocious because Why? I just... I've run, I've, not because I'm not practised anymore yeah. and I don't have the time. So I'm, I'm a bit lazy and, and actually Lorraine has gone the opposite way. She, she, I, think, I think it's fair to say that. I mean, she... I don't know how it's happened, but she, she has become a really, really good cook. Are you all vegetarians? No, no, we're not. No, we're not, no Lorraine and I eat fish. Okay, we, good, we, yeah. But we, did, we, did, we didn't eat fish for a long time and it was actually, bizarrely... Not this wasn't a character thing, but when I was in New Zealand doing Lord of the Rings and being on a film set without, um, you know, in those days, like you say, the kind Quite of limited, it's very, you yeah. know, you basically eat pasta or mashed Is potatoes. This the and, early 2000s, yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't, you know, so we started. I really felt I was needed protein, so I started eating fish again. It wasn't because yeah. of Gollum. It wasn't because of Gollum. <laughs> but... Don't you think there's two eras in cooking? There's pre-Otto-Lenghi and post-Otto-Lenghi. Oh, and it's just made such a difference no, no, to how true. people eat. 100%. And I think vegetables were yeah, so yeah, yeah, celebrated yeah, 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 yeah. by him that, yeah. that you can definitely be totally. vegetarian and, and enjoy got, life. I go through phases of being... Of, I have been vegan for a little bit. A bit of a flexitarian, to be honest, you know. So, so if you were going to invite us round, you're not cooking, Lorraine's cooking. Probably, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm, sort of, I'm a very good Lorraine sous chef. No, now, I'm a good sous chef. I'm a really good sous good chef. Good at opening okay. the wine I, I, as well. Good at opening the wine. Yeah. I could, yeah, and I'm good at laying the but table. But what would Lorraine cook for us? Would, and you would be on sous <laughs> duties. She's... The, 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 I mean, the dish that all our kids were brought up on, and, you know, they will tell you, is grilled salmon 
with roasted potato, with roasted, with onions, sort of potatoes. Onion and, potatoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And onions, you know, onions fried and, and then roasted potatoes in. Yeah. Oh, nice. And then, and, and That's then, a really nice idea. And, and peas. Or if it's during the week and we're in a rush, mashed potato and peas and salmon. We eat a lot of salmon. My kids don't like mashed potato. They gag at it. It's really? really annoying and weird. And I need, they need to get a grip, Come basically. On. It's like bangs and mash out the window. No, I can't do it. We brought our kids up, you know, being just pescatarian until, of course, you know, they start going to school and everybody's eating McDonald's and that's it. And now it's... I mean, there was no chance. I mean, this the first party that they went to when they were kind of, you know, four or five years old. It was... And McDonald's was handed out there. A cocktail it? sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. The worst. How many kids have you got? Three. We've got Ruby, who's 22. Um, Sunny, who is... No, sorry. Ruby's 24. Sunny's 22. And Louis is 18. How do your kids feel about both of their parents being actors? Are they all kind of shunning it and deciding not to do acting at all? Oh, the complete and utter opposite. They're all, they're all actors. <laughs> how do you feel? Look, well, how can we possibly... You can't you know, complain. You can't say... Yeah, no, I know. No, we've, you know, I mean, Lorraine and I have been very fortunate and had, you know, careers which are, you know, we, we work a lot. And, and so it's unlike my parents, you know, who absolutely were horrified when uh, when, when I told them I wanted to become an actor. I bet they were. Um, Your dad's a doctor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they was like, get a proper job. Well, you can't do an actor. You know. How did it so, come about, the acting? Um, I went to college to study visual arts and I went to Lancaster University and um, that's what I wanted to do. I mean, I wanted to paint. It was bad enough in their eyes that I wanted to be a painter and graphic designer. But uh, but they but then in the first year you had to do a, um, a subsidiary course. I had no idea. I didn't even know on my... In the freshers week, it was just like, oh, I can't just do art. And they were like, no, you have to do one other course. And I was like, well, I haven't got a clue. Um and and then, but there was a strong theatre studies department, right. and so I started making, um, designing posters for their shows and props, and got sort of involved in backstage stuff, and then tiny little roles in various different things. And then by the end of the first year, I, I played a really cracking role, and realised why well, I didn't, I didn't want to be, be behind it. a drawing board for the rest of my life. I, I, this was it the the ability to walk in someone else's shoes and fully empathize with you know another human, you know a being and 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 become someone else was so intoxicating and it's an extraordinary kind of you know and just voyaging into some to the unknown in such a profound way and and then that was it and then i and then i, I changed my degree and and made it about the good thing about lancaster was you could construct your own degree and, and this thing called independent study. So I built the modules of my oh, own wow. degree and did theatre, dance, movement, design, all the things that weirdly would end up being the things that came together in what I do. So I still had an artistic sort of part of it, you know, to production design and theatre design and so on. Uh, and then, and then I, I was lucky enough to get my equity card, which of course in those days, How which is in the, uh, a, a local, a local theatre. The, in the last year okay. at university, we had kind of, uh, we were tied into. We, I went down and helped, like with production design down in the theatre, in the local theatre, and just kind of got involved. Then I met the director there, and, and they give out two equity cards a year at those rep theatres, and, and I got one of them. And then I did fourteen plays back to back in the Duke's Playhouse in Lancaster playing lots of different characters and I, I sort of learned my craft on the doing it let's talk about luther oh yeah i'm terrified to watch it i'm always terrified i mean it's, it's, it's i haven't so i haven't sorry. seen it i've seen luther I, but can but. i just explain i didn't get the pin number oh and then a 
I think a they gave it like yesterday. It, it was complicated. I only no, got it at so eleven last night, well, don't and worry. I really wanted to watch it. So I was we all will settled be watching to watch it. it. Oh, good. But well, we I'm seen. so so sorry because I was no. desperate to no, see no, it. No, no, no. But, but look, the fact of the matter is, I mean, so Luther is this version of Luther is. It, what's great about it is that it retains all of the kind of the darkness and the complexity of the characters and the brilliant writing. But it's elevated into a into a bigger one story movie with, with, with and so it, it it feels like, you know, it it it's just it feels re- it, it's a proper blockbuster movie version of it. The character that you're playing, I presume, you're the you're well. The I know you're the baddie. You're the baddie. I, I, well, yes. I mean, okay. I mean that's, or... that's, a, that's a value judgment. I'm, a, I'm prepared to. Actually, do you, you, want, you don't often play a baddie, though. I actually do. You, do you? I've yeah. played in a fair few in my part in, in my in my. Dim and distant past. Oh no, I've played some horrible people. I played Ian Brady. <laughs> oh yeah, he's so, I mean, a good he's, guy. Of it. Yeah, you know, he's okay. Who actually? <laughs> who actually? When we made, I have to say, Ian Brady, possibly one of the, the darkest characters. Well, the darkest up to this, because this is even darker than Ian Brady, I think. Oh really? Wow. In a way, yeah. In a way. Um, so but why, he, did, but, why did you why did you stumble over saying that I said he's a bad guy and you went well well because you found the MP he was thing. being yeah, funny because I'm an actor and you and you have to climb inside the role from a, 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 from but a perspective. But what's worrying is you're a method actor as well. Clearly, well, yeah, I've got I've become less of a method actor Good. over the years because you know when you have children you cannot walk home <laughs> back into the house being a psychopath. Being a psychopath, well. Any more than you are normally yeah. when you're a parent, you know. So it, it's like it, it, it's um. No, it is a very dark role, this. And, 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 and this is true. When I read it, I just thought, I, I literally wanted to chuck the script in the bin and I wanted to have a shower. It was oh. very, very, yeah. It oh was my not, God. It's not a nice person. He's not a nice person. But what I, and then I kind of thought to myself, this is really, actually, the subject matter that this particular version of Luther deals with without any spoilers, mm. which is about technology, the internet, how we have given over and sort of sort of di- taken our own responsibility of monitoring all of that stuff that we take for granted now, mm. our Alexas, our cameras, our phones, our devices, yeah. all of that stuff. The villain, in a, in a way, although David Roby, the character that I play, manipulates all of that, he's a tech whiz and observes and studies people and surveils them in their homes. I mean, you will want to throw away your Alexas if you've got them or any other devices. Have or, you? Or have even you? your TV, which actually has got a camera in it. Um, you know, so he's really dark. He's, he's, it's a very dark character. And then he manipulates and um, exposes people. And so, that, so, so really the character is... A reflection of society, and that, and and he as a character is almost. He's not there. He's he's actually, and and he observes people, and he, he's a construct. He's someone who who observes people and tries to copy their behaviour because he can't. He actually doesn't have any way of linking with humanity. It sounds like almost like AI. Yeah. But well. Yeah. Yeah. Impersonified. Yes, very, very, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a, he's he's a non-person in a way, and 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 therefore. His whole look, how he's put together, how he manifests himself, is a sort of rather not very successful so he has no way of morality. Or... He he would think he has morality. Okay. And one of the, and and the thing that he does hate are hypocrites and and what he would see in his own sort of moral dimension. 
he would see, uh, he would think that Luther was a hypocrite because he is a vigilante cop. He does his own thing. He's, he doesn't follow rules. He thinks of himself as above everybody else. So he hates people who think they are, as he says in the, in the story, the good people. Were you, were you able to, I mean, obviously you're acting opposite Idris Elba, who's mm. brilliant, and, mm. but were you, because I know Idris was so thrilled to have you in this project and kind of talks about f- fanboying out because <laughs> you were a part of this and just being so enthralled and amazed and inspired by you. Were you able to kind of separate and go, like we going out for like drinks with Idris after a hard day of looking each other in the eye and wanting to kill each other? Um, or, or, or did you have to keep it quite separate we, because we, it was such an intense role? The thing is, with both Idris and I, um, we, we're both... It's interesting. Both our careers involve a lot of other things other than acting. And yeah. so we, much as though I would love to have gone out and had a drink with Idris every night, he... There just isn't the time for either of us because we're, you know, he's, you know, he's a DJ, he's a producer, he's, you know, he's got a million other things on the go. Um, I think we, and and I and I too, you know, I'm, I'm a director and yeah. I've got a motion capture company and and also a production company that's got a slate of projects and so on. And but we did come together. There were moments where we were able to get together during the shoot and park the characters and actually talk about things that we real ambitions beyond acting actually. Storytelling in a in a in a you know telling underrepresented stories, charities that were involved in all of that sort of stuff, kind of almost beyond the characters we 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 talked about. But there wasn't much much more time to do that than 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 that. There, sorry, to do anything. Where did that. you film it all? We filmed most of it in London and some of it in Iceland. Um, mm, without Don't, giving too yeah, much away. Say no more. Uh, there's a little bit in the trailer, but I won't give anything away. But. But we did. But we. But I truly think. I mean, as as an acting experience, working with him was just phenomenal. He's brilliantly honest, and when he's in the Luther mode, and of course he's lived that character for ten years. Yeah, he almost is it. Yeah, it's very hard to separate when he's on set. You know, he's in the zone, and you know, and and of course, you know, of course, I'm in the zone as a character, and it's it's we're sort of squaring up with each other, and it's there's. With, I can't too, talk too much about it, other than the the, the 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 few moments that we come together. As of course, in all of these stories, the villain and the and the cop don't really meet that often. But when we do, it it was he's an extraordinary actor, and 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 I say, being in his presence as Luther, it, it was 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 quite a marvel to behold. Actually. One of the greatest recent villain and cop meetings up was bloody. Catherine and Happy Tommy Valley. Lee Royce in Happy Valley. I, I read that James Norton found playing such a hideous person, this psychopath that was so bad, he found it quite hard. Yeah. Uh, and thinking about is that how you feel? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, when you go into those roles, you have to examine yourself. You yeah. have to transpose part of your personality into that. You have to, which is why I was saying at the beginning, you know, he's not all bad. Well, he, mm-hmm. My character is all bad, but, but it's... But, there's an, the, you, you have to examine it. You do put yourself under the microscope. And that there's, a, there's an album that's been released recently called Who Are You When Nobody's Watching? And, who is it by? Um, I, it's a jazz album, and I can't remember who it is by, but I just think it's such a brilliant title. That is very much what this is, you know, this is the, the honesty about who we, who we actually are. You know, when, if something really annoys you, how much you reveal about yourself and, and, and actually looking at the, into the darker part of yourself or, or you know, looking into that 
into the depths of you of you and how you how you behave like why are we obsessed with true crime as a species yeah. why are we obsessed with slowing down and watching a car crash and, and seeing you know what what is that yeah. about our personality yeah it's Braxton Cook Braxton Cook, that's it. Sorry. Yes, Are you Braxton into jazz? Cook. I love jazz. I'm a saxophonist, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you want to come on tour with me, Andy, and play the sax when <laughs> oh, you've yeah. got a moment? That'd Definitely. Oh, yeah, brass um, sounded great. Oh, man. That's, um, so do you get to play the sax that I much? do, I do. Actually, I, do you know what? Recently, weirdly, um, I was asked to play with Catherine Jenkins at her Christmas concert at did the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, I did. We did Chestnuts Ro- Roasting by oh, the Old Oh, lovely. And I, I serenaded her on the saxophone. Why did you take up the saxophone? Oh, I've I've always been a massive jazz fan. I, I think when I was a kid in Ryslip, um, I started playing the clarinet and heard Akabilk playing "Strangers on the Shore," and then I wanted to just be, a, 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 you know, I, I loved it. So I started when I was seven years old playing the clarinet, and then and then when I was about twelve, I started playing the sax. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We ask everybody what their last supper would be. Oh, wow. So you're about to go off to... Well, let's not say New Zealand because we love New Zealand, but maybe like, okay, somewhere, a a desert island, you're going off and you're not going to be able to get all the things that you love. Okay. Um, You've got a starter, a main, a pud, a drink of choice, and I want to know who you're going to have your last supper with. You wow. can mull it over, we're going to okay. eat a bit, you can come back okay. to it, but we're going right. to need those wow. answers. Okay, all right. That looks so nice, Mark. God, that looks so. amazing. It's smoked fish. Oh, wow, 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 wow. So, that's um, uh, Okay, well, uh, as we're starting eating, yeah. well, what would I have for a starter? I would have... Um, do you know what? I, I, I really love Dorset crab in a shell. Oh, I do too. With, and I've had, recently... There's an amazing... Are we allowed to talk about places where Oh, we're yeah, in? we love to talk about it. People love it. There's a great pub in, in North London called in, in Highgate called the Red Lion and Sun, and they make a great uh, Dorset crab beet, beet sort of... But, uh, what's it called? Proven, Provencal or Bisque? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, it's amazing. And and I, the, very often, I just have that as a, as a main... It's a starter dish, but, it, but often it will... Anyway, that would be 100% on the list for being in my That's last great. and I've heard loads of good things second. about that pub have you? yeah for the food there's it's a good roast really there do they do a really very good, good yeah. roast yeah 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 yeah. So I think it's actually quite hot this smells so good mum I hope it's 
It smells great. Um, so, okay, so that's your starter. More. This Thank is just you. a start. Oh, do you think amazing. you'd do a lot of eating out in this Last Supper then? Do you think you'd be going to different places? Um, yeah, because as I say, I've sort of lost the, I've literally lost what, the ability to What about to Lorraine's, eat. your favourite dish of Lorraine? The grilled salmon, is well, that yeah. going to be on there? I probably wouldn't have that as my Last Supper <laughs> because, you know, I would have had that as my second last and third last and fourth last <laughs> and fifth last supper. But uh, my Last Supper that with Lorraine... She, tell you what, she does make a very, very good uh, sea bass uh, dish and uh, sweet potatoes. Uh, gosh, I love sweet potatoes. Um, yeah, I mean, she, she, yeah. Okay, maybe Lorraine's not getting the main course. She's not getting the main course, is she? You love her to death. Of course, I actually yeah. think I've undergiven you food. No, you haven't. No, this is plenty. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. Oh, wow. It's really nice. I've mm. never really had anything like it. It's really nice, Mum. Mm. Mm. Um, so, main course. I do. What do I do? What do I like? I like um, massively into it. Italian food, so I do. I do love. I love linguine with with um, like seafood linguine actually. Clams yeah, me too. And, it's you know, my I, I really do. Love where that, do you actually. Where do you go for your favourite one, or do you make it at home? Actually, I'll tell you what's really the Ivy do a brilliant sort of lobster and a, um, a, a lobster linguine mm. with with chili flakes Yum. and chili oil. Oh, thank God you like hot. This oh is yeah. Definitely. No, no, no. This is awesome. My this is great. I really love. I, I really do love them. Okay, the, you the like one that they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you like the... I tell you what I also do like. I mean, I know what? I'm sort of jumping about a bit, but I, I, fil- when I was filming in New Orleans and I love Creole cooking and, mm. I, and and shrimp and grits and, you know, that, that kind of stuff I love. Where were you... Did you go to any particular places? Some of those po'boy sandwiches as mm. well. They're so good. Soft shell crab, yeah. Mm. Oh, I love that. Mm. Andy, you're going to have a bit more. I am. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm happy. Um, now, what are we doing for pud? You see, I'm actually a massive tiramisu. Oh, I could have done... If you would have told me, I'd have made it for you. Oh, really? Yeah. You're, you're one of the least demanding actors Yeah, very re- undemanding. What, am I... What, in terms of... Am I quite... We just said oh pescatarian, God. and I kept saying, are you sure? Are you sure? What's he eat? Do you know what? I'm, I'm a big outdoorsy person. I like... Are you? Yeah, yeah, huge. What does always that mean? Been, well, climbing, like mountaineering... And, oh, you do everything. Mm, well... Um, but How do you get your kids to walk up hills? Oh, tell them there's a cafe at the top. Okay, <laughs> okay great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I, I've always, always been in... I mean, mountaineering is a huge part of my life. And uh, But when I was, I was 18, I was... No, no, 16, I was lucky enough to go to Iceland um, on, a, on a trip with, a, with an organisation called the British... It was called at the time the British Schools Exploring Society. And it's an amazing kind of organisation and they take kids from all over the, the UK and you go off and you do... You get into teams and there are there's a scientific part of the expedition and it was six weeks and then there's an adventure part of the expedition. So it's two... There's oh, two wow. Right. And we were camping on the Vatniokal Ice Cap in Iceland for six weeks. And there was a bit of a an error in the distrib- in the food distribution and we didn't have any food for a few days and Good uh, God. you know or and, and so we were living on primula cheese out of a tube oh, and crackers like, oh, like for that. days and days and days and days and days and it was freezing and you know we were on an ice were you cap scared? um it or was did you find it, it exciting? we dreamt about food that's for sure and certain but since that day since that time when i was that you know i have never ever ever left anything on a plate 
Oh, so wow. It really affected me hugely. The, the, I've never been so hungry in my life. And it, in fact, it was long. It was probably between one and two weeks where we had very, very, very limited food. So I can't imagine starvation. I can't. I mean, I can imagine it because I felt, I felt that that was it. But, but I, I, I always, I will always finish a meal, and I never leave yeah. anything on a plate. Um, so tiramisu would be your last put. Mm. Do you make a tiramisu? Have you ever tried? It's actually quite easy. Shall I tell you something? You made it that time, Jesse. It was a disaster. All right. right. I've got to tell you. We've been to Italy, and we spend quite a lot of time in Italy. Some of the best tiramisu I've had was from Lidl's. In (laughs) In Italy? In Italy, yeah. How fun. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely brilliant tiramisu. Do they do it here? I don't know. They must do. I don't think... I've never seen it here, but... Well... But it is absolutely, know, it's it's fantastic. It's really, really good. That's so brilliant. I'm, I'm I love a, that. I'm a cheap date. What would be your drink of choice? I'm a big red wine drinker. I okay. do like red oh, wine. Oh, I could have given you red. No, no. It's so actually not be, at lunchtime. Do you, do you, do you yeah. have a certain red that you'll drink with fish then that kind of works nicely? I like light. I mean, I like Pinot Noirs. Basically, I do like a lot. Do you? Wine. Yeah, I do actually. But I do love Italian wine. My favourite wine is. Is um, Brunello is my favourite wine from Italy, from which is from a from Montalcino, the Montalcino yeah. region just south of uh, Siena in the Crotone area. That's where we go, and uh, it, it, it's yeah, I love that wine so much. And also from New Zealand, there's a great red wine um, from the Amsfield. I don't know if you've heard of if it's south on the South Island of New Zealand. I mean, they've got amazing wines in New they Zealand have. as well. But Cloudy Bay. Cloudy Bay, love, lovely, beautiful white wine. You can get it yeah. now, but at one stage you couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. They only used to kind of release about 100 cases and you'd have to queue up to try and get one <laughs> bottle mm. that was 30 quid. Mm. Yeah. And who would be at this Last Supper? Any actors that you've worked with that are really good eating partners? Can they be like... Can be anybody. Can they be living or dead? Yeah. So yeah. if I was having my Last Supper, I'd have it with Nina Simone. Yeah. John Coltrane. Oh, okay, it's jazzy. Okay, I'm like. It would be a jazzy dinner. Um, Tom Waits. Uh, as you can see, my, my heroes are probably Musicians. more musical musical than than and actually Anthony Hopkins because I, I I think he's just a supreme supreme actor. He's, he's can you pretty. sing, Andy? Well, of course he can. He after can do fashion, everything. After fashion, after well, fashion, I mean, I played I played, played the injury and. If you, I mean, yeah. he's a, he is a singer after sorts, but he's more of a well, kind of performer. Well, he walked it. He he talked it. He rather, did. He yeah. did. He did. And and but I do love Ian Jury's music. Me uh, too. Absolutely love it. Rhythm stick is yeah one of the best songs, yeah, isn't it? No, it always really, makes you happy when you yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah. So I played him in. I did a biopic of, of Ian Jury and played him, and it was one of my favourite acting experiences because I did know I got to know Ian a little bit, but then his family. And you, do you know Baxter? So I, I, I know we've got mutual friends. But oh, I've never okay. met him. Yeah, he's amazing. And Baxter and Jemima, his sister, were very involved in the production of the film. And, and in fact, they opened up their, their lock-up. And, 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 and Sophie as well, his widow, um, they, they let me wear his, cost, his clothes and oh, all fantastic. that. Yeah, so it was so amazing. what was, was his amazing. build like? Was he... I was he was very slight. He was quite slight. Well, he had no. He had. A, he had a, he, stocky. He's stocky up top. I should okay, say. but and then he had a. Of course, he had polio. Yes. So, so he had a withered um, arm and left leg, and, and and but that was that was that was one of. 
other other than playing, you know, the, the great sort of CG characters that I played, that that characters, uh, I, I absolutely adored that whole process and working with my friend, really good friends on on who had been Matt Wycross, great director, and Paul Virag, my really good friend who's a writer, and we we. It was so in, sort of intimate. It was a really intimate film. He was an artist as well, Ian. You know, he, was, he started off painting, and, and so, so there were so many things that are connected to, to that character. Are you directing anything soon? I'm directing Animal Farm at the moment. Yes. So what's oh, happening wow. with that? Screen? <laughs> at the moment, it's in. Mm. It's and is it mm. going to be a CG? Is it? It's an animated movie. Are you in it? Mm, not at the moment. Tell me who's in it. Which right animal at this would moment. you like to? Okay, go on. Tell me who's in it. I can, at the, the only person I can tell you who's in it at the moment is Jerry, my publicist, who's just round the corner. Oh my god! <laughs> Who is he? Well, we've did a, when you do an animation, you do a thing called a scratch record or a, or a kind of for the animatic. Mm. So, the beginning process of when you're actually making an animation is you you, you start to. Oh, look, here he is. He's poking his head. Jerry, do you want to come and give us a little <laughs> a line? Yeah, he's got a very nice voice. He has got a lovely voice. What um, animal are you, Jerry? Jerry played Jerry played Squealer in, in one of the pigs. <laughs> one of the pigs. So, but you what you do is you do a, you do a, a scratch record of the whole thing, like a radio play. And so Jerry, Larry, my manager, and Lorraine and I did all the voices for all of the characters. And then, and you live with that for a quite a long time. You live with it for about a year or so, whilst you're building the storyboards, designing the characters, putting them all together. And then you start to bring in the actors to do the final records, and then you build the animation around those performances. So it's a long process, a two-year process, and we're halfway through it. And and so I'm still listening every day to Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Squealer. Uh, Squealer. Squealer, <laughs> who is very very funny, I have to say. And it's very sad to think that at some point. He might he, go. He Can't you give him like a little bit like, oh, he's you know, def- Glenn Close got the boo-boo box in Hook. <laughs> oh, put me in the boo-boo no, no, box. Jer- no, Jer- you know, Jerry's definitely going to be in the something. movie. Oh, no, Jerry and Larry are both going to be in the movie. That is so fun. So that will be, I mean, when will that even be out? If it's finishing, it'll be out in kind of 2024. 2024, okay. That's not mm-hmm. far. No, only a year to go. There, there can't oh, be any, any more Gollum performances, can there? Other than the ones I do every day for people. Oh my god! I know I was going to. I was <laughs> no, no, okay, just I don't do it. The poor guy's probably done five already today. God, I'm just. It must. Are your kids mad. sick of it? They're or very do... tolerant. Put it that way. <laughs> Incredibly tolerant. And uh, oh god, I mean, I do actually. Look, we'll be out on the streets, and and people will, you know, they'll ask for a picture or whatever, and a you know, Gollum, and then my my kids are so beautifully patient and kind of go I'll take it for you don't worry you know that's like, I do they are amazing in that respect I have to say you know who did a really good Gollum impression on this yeah. podcast on our first ever episode it. Sam Smith have you ever heard Sam oh Smith's really Gollum impression it's unbelievable <laughs> very good I, I'll send it to you or listen to the podcast it was it was very I think we kept it in didn't we yeah. it was it's oh, so gosh. good oh that's amazing because have you heard my Sam Smith no <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've, I've made chocolate cake for dessert. Oh, amazing! A chocolate and beetroot oh cake. Oh my god! That honestly, that dish is so fantastic. Do you think you it. try that at home then? Yeah. That was a good. Did you like it? You I really what? liked it. Did very like it? unique. A hundred percent loved it. It was very know? spicy though. No, it was not. Not overly for me. I love it. I love it. I love it. I've realised that actually, when I cook, I am. I have. Ne- I don't think I've ever, ever once in my life followed. Um, uh, an ingredient what do you call it a, a recipe. recipe thank you um, <laughs> that's the 
uh, ever. I've always just made stuff up. You improvise. I've always made improvise. And sometimes, sometimes it works. works. And sometimes it really hasn't worked. It's um, it's yeah, it's hit and miss, and then you try, and then you do. But yeah. I do like that. I do like kind of going Sorry, off piece. I'm just piece. moving this away only because I'm desperate for you to have the chocolate. Game. Oh no! Any other places that you absolutely love eating at? I always forget the name of it. The Crooked Billet. The Crooked Billet in, uh, in outside Captain? of no, no Stoke Stoke Row, just is outside of Henley. The food there is, and it's a real hidden gem. Beautiful Ooh, place. I've never in heard of it. In the middle of the it. countryside, in in near Henley. Okay, great. Do do go and try the food there. It's that sounds really good. Absolutely spectacular. So you, quite, you quite like a pub. We love a pub because we do a lot of walking in the Chilterns, you know. So so you need mm. good pub grub oh, after yeah. you've. Mm. Mm. Um, Fine dining. It doesn't have to be fine dining. It could be like I mean, you've, we've given you've given us a semi-local to you with the uh, with the crab. I tell you where I, where I love going. Where? Is a Woolsey. Me too. I mm. went there last week. I love it. Mm. Well, Makes me happy. Mm. All of them do really. The Delaunay. Mm. All of them. I do love the Woolsey because it's just it always feels Christmassy in there. <laughs> What's your order? Do you go for breakfast or do you go for lunch? Or I like dinner? their kedgeree. Oh, I'll mm. have that next time. Mm. It's really good. No, they're very, they're, they're, they've always, they always, I always do meetings, you know, try and do kind of dinner meetings there. And I'm they're like, really nice when they so remember lovely. you. They kind ah, of, they so welcome lovely. you like old friends. Yeah, and I really, absolutely. Uh, it goes a long way. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I really yes, like do you it. Do some chocolate cake? Um, I do. Thank you yes. so much for that. That was delicious. Such was a pleasure. So Would you like a hot drink to go with your cake or um, or are you, you know? No, I'm fine. Okay, I'm great. Fine. Just, yeah. um, Would you like ice cream or creme fraiche? Oh. We could almost make it, we could remake the wimpy brown derby, <laughs> just cut Would a hole like in it. Um, oh, I don't know, I'm confused. Oh, no, I'm going to tell you. What do you think? Or cream. What do you I think? don't know. What's it like? Oh, don't look like that. <laughs> Why don't you have a bit of both? Yeah, a little bit of both. You may, yeah. need, may, may need a little bit of sweetness. I actually like a bit of both. Yeah. Exactly. Me too. I'll just take a is little it, bit it's, of that. It's quite dense. It's kind of, um... It's nice. Oh, Jesse. It's did, nice. Did you hear the tone of a bloody voice? <laughs> it's nice. No, I like it. It's nice. It's healthy, because, but actually, it's not made with butter. It's dairy-free. Oh, so right. what is it? Oil? Oil. But it has... Beetroot. Beetroot. And what is a a nostalgic taste or smell that can take you back to somewhere? Um, basil and tomato in a very hot baguette. Um, when I was when Lorraine and I went on our first climbing trip together to climb? Chamonix. Uh, well, that was part of the deal of okay. us getting together. So. That was our literally our first holiday together. Was mountain was a mountaineering. Is that your idea? Kind of, yeah. I guess she it must was. really have loved you. She must have done because she, bless her, I, you know, I had to teach her how to rock climb and ice climb quite quickly before we went. And um, bloody hell, it was quite. I mean, it could be. You could have been. It could have been your first and last holiday. It actually nearly was our first and last holiday because the mountains are quite unpredictable, and we ran into some interesting situations. But. Um, she did forgive me, and uh, I remember very much the taste of sliced tomato and basil, which from Chamonix in you know in France. In France, was this when you just nearly kind of fallen off the side of a cliff, and so it tasted it, that much sweeter? Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty much. 
<laughs> Andy, thank you so much for coming really? round. Thank you, my it's God. It's been such a pleasure chatting to oh, you. you too. And learning about you and feeding you. And um, oh. and please just send our best to Lorraine. Oh, of course <laughs> I will. I mean, I'll, we'll be back for Will you oh, come? For dinner. Come back with her. <laughs> yes. When she's come promoting back. Sherwood. Oh, yeah. Whatever. When she, we should but get can her Can I on. come with her? You absolutely yeah. can. You're on sous chef duties. <laughs> well, I'm very happy because it means you enjoyed the food. Oh, really amazing. wonderful. Amazing. Mm, this is really, really cool. It's good, isn't it? Mm. It is good. Who's this by? BBC Food. Mm, thank you. We love them. It's really? just beetroot and lots of cocoa. Are you serious? Beetroot? Yeah. yeah. No way. That was beetroot mm. in it, yeah. It's actually good for you. So I wanted wow. you to have your five a day today. Well, thank you. And God, oh. that's amazing. Beetroot. Yeah. But it's kind of, it feels quite kind of... It was quite dense. Dense, which is nice. But I don't understand why it's so dense. It wow. didn't have many eggs. Can you there. taste the beetroot mm, now? Does <laughs> that put you off? No. <laughs> Do you know I love a good eater? <laughs> Nothing mm. better. Happy. Nothing better for a Jewish woman than a good eater at a table. <laughs> He was such a gent and so warm and interesting, Mum. I loved him. He, he seemed just... so appreciative of the food. I know. He First of all, he enjoyed the food, which was lovely. And I think he was... I think he was surprised. It was his first podcast. I yeah. think he was slightly surprised of how much how much of a good time he had. Yeah. And he, he just... I think it was relaxing for him on a day of promo, really, wasn't yeah. it? But he's so interesting and he tells a good story. We loved having Andy Serkis on here. Loved hosting him. Loved him loving the food. And I think he'll come back and oh, bring yeah. all his friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. Luther is out now. Go and stream it. Go and watch it. Go and be terrified. Go and be enthralled. Um, exhilarated. All of it. I'm clenching my bum as I speak about it because it absolutely, I'm like, it's like waiting at the top of a roller coaster and being like, oh, God. This is this going to end well. Um, it's supposed to be absolutely brilliant, as per usual. It's on Netflix. Go and watch it. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com